Welcome to A Woman Like You, the empowering sanctuary where we come together to nurture growth, embrace evolution, and bloom into our true selves. My name is Shanice Barnett. Join me as we explore inspiring stories, share valuable insights, and create a safe space for every woman to flourish on her unique journey of self-discovery. This is your community for encouragement, empowerment, and endless possibilities. Let's grow, evolve, and bloom together. Feel free to follow me on Instagram and on TikTok at Blooming Shan and subscribe to my YouTube channel so we can connect. Thank you for joining me. Let's get into it. Hey ladies, happy Saturday. I hope that everything is going well for you. I do not know where in the world you are, but it is Saturday where I am. And so I send you love wherever you are, whatever time that you are listening. Hoocha, ladies, have you heard that Risa Tisa story? Have you listened to Risa Tisa's series on TikTok? If you haven't, you should. If you do not have a TikTok account, I don't know, create one just so you can go listen to that series. Now, I am at episode 15 of her series. It's like each episode is like 10 minutes. I know it's a lot of time. I think she has 50. I think my best friend said 52 episodes. I cannot promise you that I will listen to all 52 episodes because that is a lot. But I was at the gym and so I just put her on in my my earphones and I listened up to 15 Let me tell you something. (laughs) You see how I often get on here and I talk about how important it is to love yourself, to value yourself, to focus so much on yourself that when things come and know what you want so that when things come that aren't it, you know it. Mm, 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 mm. Go listen to Risa Tisa and you will understand why I say the things that I say. Now, we've heard of women, like I've experienced some relationships where we saw the red flags and, you know, we still went in. And I'm sure you have at some point in your life, too, where you can look back and realize that, hey, I was really stupid. But you caught on and so you just moved from there. Now, this woman, I think, met this man in 2020. I'm trying to, you know, kind of recap what I what I listened to and I don't want this to be a spoiler though so if you haven't listened I'll just give you like the gist of it and you can go listen to the details but long and short is she met a guy and he was attractive she wanted this to be her guy she was hoping it would be her guy so she pretty much made him her guy she fell in whatever with him within two weeks he's living with her (laughs) wow He's living with her and all the signs start coming out. The man never fulfills any promises. He's a talker. He's not a doer. He's not a man of his word. He comes in, gives her just enough to keep her stuck. So he's paying her rent, paying the bills in the house. Mind you, he moves in. So (laughs) I realized that the bills weren't even that much because her bills, her rent was like $1,900. And that's all he was doing. He was paying the bills and the rent and I'm thinking okay that's mm, let's say that was maybe 1800 a month there about or less right and it was just the two of them and so he was Mr. Big Talker 
always talking about money, always talking about what he's going to do. And then not just that, he follows through on some of the things and he leads her to the point to convince her that he's doing them. And just as she's about to experience these things and just as as she's grateful to finally meet a guy to do these things for her or to do these things with her, he pulls back typical narcissist like her story needs to be a Netflix series surviving a narcissist but yeah anyway he continues to do this over and over and over again and I can tell you there was a point where I was really mad at her I'm like baby how many times does this man need to show you for you to understand but then on the other end I'm like you know I do understand. I sympathize with I sympathize with the whole thing. I I empathize actually because when when I think of it, right? It's like it's rough for some people, especially when you're really genuine and you really have a good heart and you really mean well. Basically what starts to happen is that you start to see people the way that you are. And so you see these things, but then you're like, no, it cannot be that because you're hoping that everyone is the way you are. And a lot of us fall victims to narcissists in that way because we feel like if I'm genuine, if I'm pure, if I really want this relationship and I mean him well, then obviously I have to see it that way. And a lot of times we say we're trying to remain positive, but in remaining positive, a lot of times we lose common sense. Because there is one thing to hope for better days or hope for good things and wanting to see the good. But it's another thing to see the bad and pretend they do not exist. (laughs) And so she said the red flags, the United Nation of red flags, this guy was continuously contributing to it. And she was making excuses for him. She was pretending as if she didn't realize it. And then she was also feeding into it. And what a lot of us need to understand is that that's where a narcissist gets their feed. They literally get their fix from people with good intentions, people who suffer from self-doubt and insecurities. Because I remember her saying that he was so attractive that when she when she met him, she was like she met him online and she was like, oh, please, 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 please be exactly what you are in your pictures. And I know she said that she would never try online dating again. And a lot of people were like, yeah, yeah, because I tried it and it failed. Uh, Guys, let me tell you something. Online dating is not the issue because the fact that she was so smitten by the fact that this guy was handsome and he was tall, she said he's about six, four, six, five. If she met him in person and he walked up and be like, hey, hey, little mama, she would have fainted, okay? <laughs> it had nothing to do. The only difference is maybe the odds of them connecting would have been less. But the same guy, based on where she was and how vulnerable she was, the same personality, the same type of guy, the same narcissist, the same pathological liar would have met her in person at her job while she was going to church, at the supermarket, at the gym. The same person with the same characteristics would have met her and would have had the same impact because she went on to talk about how attractive he was and, oh, he was tall. Issue that I saw there was she already felt insecure. She's on the plump side and she never saw herself as beautiful. And so because 
she could not see that she was beautiful and she was valuable. Now she sees this man and she's like, oh my God, this is my last chance. Me? Little old me can get this attractive, tall man. And let me tell you, narcissists know, they know what they're doing. They know what to look for. They know what to ask for. They know the conversations to ask. And then they feed off of that to give you what you want. So what they basically do is to reflect onto you exactly what you are. So they'll meet you and they'll realize, okay, she's into family. She, she loves a good family man. She wants a man who's a provider. She wants they will reflect that. <laughs> so they will pretty much reflect yourself back to you. And then you will feel like, oh my God, this is a match made in heaven. How did I know? How did he know? He realized that the things that you said, he tried a couple of things, the things that you went, oh my God, I can't believe you do this. That kind of tells him what it is that you're looking for. And so they build their entire personalities that they're going to have in this relationship. They build it around your expectations, around what you asked for and around your insecurities. So he realized that this is the kind of man that she's looking for. I already have the looks going for me. I already have the height. Obviously, she must have said, oh, I love a tall man. And he's like, oh, bingo, have that. I have that. And I'm just going to go from here on. But sis talks about the fact that the red flags kept coming. She even went to the point that she said there was a point. She don't know why, but she started doing uh, audio diary, right? And pretty much she said what she was stating in this diary was that this didn't feel right. This didn't feel right. He said this and there's something going on. I can't prove it, prove it but there's something up. Ladies, come on. <laughs> now, like I said, I have empathy for her, but I'm speaking to whoever it is that is listening right now. And I'm saying, listen, come on. If you get to that point, that is your inner being speaking to you. That is God screaming at you. That is the Holy Spirit speaking to your heart, speaking to your mind, speaking to your spirit. Like, listen, baby, listen, this ain't it. Because if you're in a relationship and you feel the need to start documenting when things go wrong and how you feel and what feels off, that is your sign. What else do you need? Do you need God to open up the skies and say, come on, my child, leave this like the signs are there and I have been in situations where the signs were there and I ignored them and then when you look back you're like man how did I miss that and that's pretty much what she's saying right now how did I miss that but guys when I tell you the number of things that this man was doing and he somehow was able to have her via thread she had that one last thread of hope hoping that one day he's going to redeem himself from all these other things that he did one day he's going to do that one thing to prove that I was wrong ladies trust your instincts that thing in you that makes you feel like maybe this isn't it, the thing that makes you feel paranoid, the thing that makes you want to investigate, the thing that makes you want to ask more questions and find out more about this man, trust that feeling. A lot of times you'll hear a woman say, man, and I had a feeling, man, there was this nudge. I could feel it in my gut. Trust your gut. We have it for a reason. God gave that to us. I think God gifted that to us as women to help to guide us because we really were made to be helpmates. We were made to affirm our husband's leadership. And so I think God gave us that thing 
to guide us so that we would know, okay, maybe not left, maybe right. And we tend to ignore that. We have a way of not trusting ourselves because she even said that. She said that there were times when she just felt like she didn't trust herself because even when she was having her silent conversations with herself and she's like, girl, this isn't right. There's something going on. There's that self-doubt saying, but girl, are you sure you're not jaded? Are you sure you're not damaged from your past? Are you sure you're not ladies? Do me a favor, do us a favor. And this is also to me, heal first before you consider a relationship, go through the proper healing process. Now, healing does not happen overnight, but go through your process. Therefore, when you enter into something with someone, you don't have to stop to ask yourself, am I jaded? Am I making this, the decision based on my past hurt? Ensure that you do what is necessary so you do not have to second guess your gut feeling. You do not have to wonder where this is coming from when you see all the signs, you see everything clear as day. This man was giving her red flag after red flag. He lied about his job. He lied about his family. He lied about where he's from. He lied about his ex. He lied about every single thing. And then not to mention the fact in true narcissist, <laughs> in true narcissist showing off, he constantly led her to the brink to make her feel. It's almost like they like to give you a taste of things. I think that's what a narcissist enjoy. That kind of turns them on. Like, I'll just give you a taste of this, let you know what this could be, let you build your hope up. And then once you do that, I'm just going to pull it back like, yeah, <laughs> let me see what you do now. And I know I'm saying this and a lot of women can relate that there are people like that. There are men like that. They, they have met that just gives them a little bit. It's like, just, I'll just give you crumbs and you'll fall in love with the crumbs. And then now you'll have big dreams for even bigger, bigger dreams for sitting at the table. Truth is he never intends for you to sit at the table. He never has anything in place for you to sit at the table. <laughs> he probably never has a table, right? So when you meet people and a lot of times, some of these narcissists want to be like, Oh, what can you offer? First of all, that's the beginning of, okay, let's break down what you are worth. Let's break down how you're going to prove that you are worthy of being loved, that you are worthy of being cared for. And we are not having it. We are just not allowing it. I'm so happy that she was able to, well, she's able to share her story and it should help so many other women. And I'm happy that she has come to the point now, like she's had her come to Jesus moment where she's like, yeah, no, nah, that was not it. That was not love. That was me putting this man above myself because there are so many women who put a man's feelings above their own, who puts a man on a pedestal, my man, my man, my man. Meanwhile, this man does absolutely nothing for you. And I don't mean financially. I mean, he doesn't feed your soul. He doesn't speak to you. Like there are so many women going through things with men right now. And all they're doing is making excuses. He does something. He cheats. Oh, it's because of the other person. He treats them bad. It's because he was angry. It's because he was having a, a bad day at work. He was going through financial struggles. He does not fulfill his promises. Oh, he really intended to, but it's because this. He, listen, 
Stop making excuses for these men. They are quite aware of what they are doing. They know exactly what it is doing to you, but they do not care. So like for her, I remember one of the stories, like I said, I'm not going to, I'm not going to ruin it for you if you intend to go listen to it. But in one of the recaps that she did, she said that she knew he was lying. She caught him in the lie. She went and did her investigation, which proved that he was lying. She held on to that truth. And she also said, you know what? He is going to come and lie and explain this away. And I'm going to allow him to get away with it. She literally made this conscious decision before she went back to him that he is going to lie because that's the only way to get out of this. And I'm going to allow him to get away with it. This is before they even got married and sister still went on and married this man. Okay. Sis had a whole miscarriage. He was not there because again, in true narcissist fashion, they either they're too deep into a lie and they cannot get out or they set up something and that didn't work or they just plain outright will not be there for you emotionally. They don't care to. They enjoy watching you squirm. They enjoy watching you build your hope up, especially in them. That actually gives them the kicks like, oh, she's still going to believe me after all that. Okay, I'll just try something else. The truth is, the worst thing to a narcissist is for you to catch them in it and then decide to leave. They don't like that. They don't mind you catching them in it. But when it hurts them, it's when you're actually going to make a decision because I don't think they even do these things not to get caught because some of the things that even he did and I've heard a lot of, these are things that you can easily verify. Like you do not need to have an FBI friend like my friends who will find the info in 30 nanoseconds. You don't even need to do that. Some of these things that they lie about are things that you can literally go Google but they do not care because you finding out doesn't affect them. It's what you do when you find out. So the more you find out about these things, the more you prove that they're lying, the more you prove that they're unreliable, the more you prove that they don't even like you and you say they're actually growing. <laughs> you're, you're adding to their superpowers. It makes them feel invincible. So my word to you today, whatever day it is of the week that you are listening to this, when you see the signs, do not make excuses for people. When they show you who they are, believe them. Do not give them a chance to re redeem themselves. Oh, I get it. People will hurt. People will. And I'm not talking about those. I'm talking about a pattern of uh, maltreatment, a pattern of lying, a pattern of them just straight up not caring them not fulfilling any promises to you where you notice that all they ever talk about is what they're going to do they're going to do they're going to do and they never do these are things that we have to stop and ask like is it that this person is that person or is this person who I want them to be? Because that's what they feed off of. That's what they love. They love that you will see them through the lens of who you want them to be. You will see them through the lens of who you are. Oh, I'm a pure person. I genuinely love persons. So I'm going to attract that. Yes, that is true. If you're manifesting that, that is true. But also understand that you will also attract the opposite. You will attract the complete opposite of who you are and they will just reflect onto you. So basically what they are is your mirror. So you are loving. They're none of those things, no, not loving, not kinding, not, 
did I just say kind? <laughs> not loving, not caring, not kind. They are none of those things, but they will mirror whatever it is that you want to see. So when it's time for you to put those emotions up, they just hold that mirror up like, here you go. Let me just let it bounce back. That's not who they are. But again, oftentimes our gut will say it or gut will be like, girl, this ain't it. I don't know what you see in this man, but this is not it. We just have to learn to trust ourselves, learn how to pray. If you are not even a Christian, if you believe in God, if you know that there is a sovereign God in charge of us all, a sovereign God who wants good for you and not evil, trust God with your heart, trust God with your decisions, trust God with your emotions. He knows what is good for you. He knows what you want. He knows what you're looking for. And so he knows the person who is ideal. He also knows who is not for you. So when he puts those writings on the wall, do not ignore them. When God shows you the red flags, do not call them pink. Do not call them fuchsia. Do not say, well, mm, maybe I can paint it white. We need to stop doing that. We need to accept people for exactly who they are, accept who they show us that they are, and understand that you have two choices. You're either going to accept that this is who it is, and I'm going to have to stick with it. I'm going to stay with it. I'm going to suffer. That's fine. Or understand that, okay, this is what you're offering and this is not what I want. And so I'm going to leave for better. So many women, like she, you could hear pretty much that's what she was saying, that she just wanted this to work because there is the fear of, okay, it might not work with him, but it might not work with anyone else. Listen, I've said this before on here. There are worse things in life than being single. And if it means you have to stay by yourself until you find a person for you or just stay by yourself, I'm pretty sure the experiences that she had, if someone was to ask her right now, like, okay, you can you get to go back. Do you choose between being with this person just to have someone or would you rather be by yourself? I am sure without the shadow of a doubt that she'd say, you know what? <laughs> I'll stay by myself. The sex, the sex can wait. The, the sex is fine. Eventually I'll get over it. The, the, the companionship, I'll just hang out with my girlfriends because sometimes we're not lonely. We're just really bored. And so I'm pretty sure she could come up with 10 other things that she could do to occupy her time, to keep her company. She could have gone out and gotten a dog instead of putting up with this man and what he put her through. But yeah, I just wanted to remind you, ladies, love on yourself. Show yourself some love. Give yourself some grace. If you see something about you that you are not happy with, if it is something that you can change, put plans in place. If it is a weight issue, put plans in place. If it's not like medical reasons, put plans in place to start eating better, to start working out, to start taking care of you so that when these things come, when people like this guy who she named Lesion, by the way, <laughs> when people like Lesion come across your, 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 your premises, your wherever it is, online or in person, you now have enough self-love to realize that even if you do give him a chance, first date, second date, third date, you love yourself enough to realize mm -mm, this isn't it. This isn't what I'm looking for. I, ex I expect so much better and I deserve so much better. But yeah, like I said, if you have not watched her series, if you have some time, you might have to do it in parts if you have other things to do. But if you have not, I think it's really good for some of us to watch like as a reminder. And I'm pretty sure there are women right now in relationships and they're the 
current Risa Tisas in 2024. So even if you do not want to watch it, if you don't have any reason to watch it, then share it with someone so someone can go see what's going on. And of course, send this episode to someone who needs to be reminded to love themselves, to pour into themselves, to know that they are valuable. They deserve good things. If you are a good person and you are listening to this and you are loving and you are kind and you are caring and you really, really mean the best for people, then you deserve that and nothing less in return. But thank you for tuning in again. And of course, I look forward to having you back in the next episode. I think I might also do this on YouTube. I think I might do a, a YouTube video about this and break down what my thoughts really are. I think I'll maybe make a note of what I learned from her and share it there. I don't know. But if you have not yet subscribed to my YouTube channel, head on over to YouTube and subscribe to Blooming Shan. And yeah, we can connect there. But yeah. I already said, <laughs> I look forward to having you in the next episode. Bye.